0: to Bed Crime Stories podcast. I'm your host T, and I hope you guys are all doing great today. We learned yesterday that Debbie Collier was captured on surveillance f- footage at a Chick-fil-A restaurant in Commerce, Georgia. It appears that she stopped there on her way to Clayton where she shopped at a family dollar store. Commerce is a 23-minute drive from Debbie's house in Athens. Commerce is also a 48-minute drive from Tallulah Falls, where Collier was found deceased in the woods. Today I decided to do some research on Max Geigerich. Max is Andrew Geigerich's father. If you're unfamiliar with the case, let me explain the connection. Andrew Geigerich is Debbie Collier's daughter's boyfriend. So Max Geigerich is Andrew Geigerich's father. I was immediately surprised to discover that Max Geigerich lives in Commerce, Georgia, the same town where Debbie Collier was seen on surveillance footage at a Chick-fil-A restaurant. Is this just a strange coincidence, or is there a connection to what happened to Debbie Collier? I don't know, but it certainly is a tad hair-raising, to say the least. It would appear that the home Max Geigerich lives in is owned by an older lady in her 70s, and I'm wondering if this could be Max's mother. Note that the records show that there's another person living in the same residence that Max Geigerich resides in in commerce. This female has an extensive criminal history. She's described as being five feet, five inches tall, nearly the same height as Debbie Collier, who was five feet, four inches tall. This lady also is said to be Caucasian, with blue eyes and blonde hair and she weighs around a hundred and thirty nine pounds. I'm just gonna say it right now. Her height and weight seem to match those of Debbie Collier. Now I think this is just a coincidence and I don't want to send people chasing red herrings. But it's definitely something that made me pause when I saw it. Now, we know that Debbie Collier was identified by the clerk as being the woman who was shopping that day at the family dollar store. So it is just a coincidence, I believe, that this lady seems to have some of the physical characteristics that Debbie Collier had. Now, the woman's charges are for things like being a fugitive from justice, as well as a felony that I refer to as BAT, because YouTube doesn't like the three syllable word that I want to say. Hopefully, you can figure that out. She was also charged with obtaining property with worthless checks. That's hard for me to say, worthless checks. And that was in 2005. There's also petty theft and a simple bat chart. Trust me, this chick's rap sheet is long. I'm not going to name her right now because I don't want to drag someone's name into the mix unless it's proven necessary to do so. Andrew's father, Max Geigerich, who lives with this lady I was just describing, is currently trying to raise money to pay for an attorney that he claims he hired to represent his son, Andrew Geigerich. In the description of the fundraiser, Max mentions needing money to pay for Andrew to take a polygraph so that he can prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that he's not involved in Debbie Collier's death. Note that Andrew Geigerich has not been named a suspect, nor has he been charged with any crime associated with the Debbie Collier case. So it seems like Max Geigerich is jumping the gun. But maybe Max is just a plan-ahead kind of father, and he's proactively trying to help his son navigate the waters of this situation. Andrew Geigerich did tell me, write to me, that his mother asked his father to watch after the children while she's in prison. She's currently in prison for being caught selling $750 worth of crystal meth. She ended up with a sentence, a whopping sentence, of 30 years in prison. Max maybe wants to use some of the raised funds to help Andrew pay off his outstanding probation fees, although Max doesn't mention that in the fundraiser description. So let me tell you a little more about Andrew Geigerich's father, 53-year-old Max Geigerich. The five-foot-three-inch tall Max Geigerich has a long history of breaking the law. Let's talk about it. In 1995, at age 26, Max was charged with two felony counts of financial transaction card fraud, as well as one felony count of possession, manufacture, and distribution of marijuana. It appears that he was sentenced to two years in the Wilcox State Prison. In 1999, Max Geigerich was found guilty of shoplifting as well as criminal trespassing. In April of 2001, Max was charged with and found guilty of possession of burglary tools for the commission of a crime, theft by taking a motor vehicle, criminal trespassing, and loitering or prowling. In July of 2004, Max Geigerich was charged and found guilty of violating the terms of his probation. And in October of 2007, Max Geigerich was charged with theft by receiving stolen property and he pled guilty to the charge. In December of 2008, he violated the terms of his probation. In 2010, it looks like he was charged with demographic infractions. What it looks like to me is that he was supposed to be living in Georgia while he was on probation, but he was found in North Carolina, and perhaps he did not let the probation officer know or get permission to move there. In 2021, Max Geigerich was found guilty of using a wireless device and speeding in a school zone. He was also charged with and convicted of fraudulent credit card use geigerich also appears to have some other financial woes things like liens against his property one item mentions a judgment amount of six thousand five hundred and ninety six dollars and 92 cents that max geigerich was charged with in 2021 clearly andrew's father max c geigerich is a repeat offender and someone with a troubling past. It makes you wonder how involved he was in raising his son Andrew. Was he around when Andrew was growing up? Did he coach Andrew in soccer? Was he on the sidelines cheering his boy on? It doesn't really sound like it, but it could be wrong. Andrew's mother, Vicki Lynn Terrell, has also had at least one run-in with the law. Vicki Lynn was caught red-handed attempting to sell $750 worth of crystal meth. She was sentenced to a whopping 30 years in prison for the offense. Terrell met with an undercover officer outside of a Dollar General store in Statham, Georgia. Andrew has expressed a deep love for his mother, and he said that he wants to make sure that she never has to work again once she gets out. So he's clearly very attached to his mom. I can only imagine how Max and Vicki and their criminal pasts have affected Andrew. It doesn't sound like he came out of a stable home with dependable adults watching over him. And guiding him. Perhaps his mother was playing that role, but maybe she had to do it solo as a single parent, maybe, you know, having to provide for the kids. I don't know. I really don't know if they were ever married or if the father lived with the mother. Once again, though, I'm left feeling sad. This case is heartbreaking from every angle. But it's also infuriating because someone targeted this mother and wife, Debbie Collier, and stole her life from her. And by what the police have described about the crime scene, the perpetrator must be a very troubled person. And by the way, Andrew Geigerich, who goes by MMA125, has been leaving more comments on my channel This week, he's let it be known that he's not too fond of his girlfriend's brother. So that would be his girlfriend, Amanda Bearden, and her brother is Jeffrey Bearden. I have to say that the most outspoken person from the family who has attempted to tell the world what a kind and loving person Debbie Collier was is her son, Jeffrey Bearden, it makes me wonder why Andrew can find fault with Jeffrey, who appears to be a law-abiding man with a beautiful wife. And we know how much he loved his mom. He was very articulate in the post that he made on Facebook. So it's really strange that Andrew Geigerich has a problem with Jeffrey Bearden. I would really love to know more about that, and I'd like to know what the relationship is between Jeffrey and his sister Amanda. I did see a post he made way, way back in the day on Facebook where he was saying something about his big sister, and it was a positive comment. So I'm not sure if things have changed over the years. Maybe Jeffrey got tired of seeing his sister uh, yelling at the mother, if she indeed is the person who was yelling, who knows? Until the next time on Bed Crime Stories, now do me a favor, hit that like button, subscribe if you're not yet subscribed, and leave a comment.